Hello, everyone. You are listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Nailing. I am Jordan Hall, and as always, I am joined by the dynamic Joe Fordyce. Joe, the Flyers have back-to-back wins. They beat the Blackhawks 4-3 and then the Golden Knights 2-1. Just the second time in the year of 2022 that they put together consecutive wins. So some progress from the Flyers and that March trade deadline is getting closer and closer on the 21st. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Joe, overall, what did you think of the two wins? I thought the team played well. They responded well to Mike Yo's message, and they have two wins to show for it. You know, when you say that, just that it's the second time this season, it, it's it, it's second one thing. Time to, in, uh, in the year of 2022. Right. That's sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So when you say that, though, <laughs> and we're in March, it's kind of hard to process that that's real. And especially <laughs> when you consider that what was supposed to be the Olympic break really only amounted to, you know, eight or nine days or whatever, you, you know. Uh, 10 days, I guess. So the fact that they only have a couple instances where they strung together two wins, it just seems really hard to believe, but that's what this season has become. And, um, you know, it's uh, so you you kind of get into this, like, did this really happen type of thing? Yeah. And um, when you look at the wins, the one thing is Chicago, the one win with Chicago, it, Chicago's a struggling team. They give up a lot of goals. The Flyers took advantage. They played hard. They kept coming back. Um, They, you know, they didn't go away in that game. And that was good to see. The win against Vegas was really, off the top of my head, I don't know if I would say it's the best win of the year, but a couple things stood out to me. One, Vegas is a desperate team. They're, they're, they entered the game in third place in their division, but they're only like four points from not being in a playoff spot at all. Mm-hmm. So they need a game like that. And um, so that's one, you had a desperate team. And two, they took the lead in this game uh, to nothing. And then they gave up a goal to make it two one. And, and there was still a lot of game left and the flyers were able to clamp down. Now Carter Hart had his best game of the season. I don't think it's really arguable that that was his best game of the season with his career high 47 saves. And, but um, however it happened, it still happened that they clamped down and held a one goal lead for half the game. I mean, that's really something that quite frankly seems unheard of. If you've watched this team's games this year, that they would hold that kind of lead, especially with the amount of pressure that Vegas was putting on them pretty consistently throughout this game. Um, So I was really impressed by that win. I mean, obviously it was hard not to be impressed by Carter Hart and his performance. Um, 
But, you know, it's good to see signs of progress. Now, they've also gotten healthy bodies back. So you have – I'm not trying to diminish any of the players that have played up until this point. But I'll say you have more NHL caliber talent available to them. And I think that's also showing itself too because a lot of the guys that were playing for the last month or two months, quite frankly, probably didn't expect to play NHL games this year. And, um, you know, then all of a sudden they're being relied on. And, um, you know, so I think it's good to see signs of life from this team because there's been stretches this season where, uh, the team seemed lifeless, every aspect from the top on down. Indeed, that's so true. Just look at the Blackhawks win. Derek Broussard scores the game-tying goal in the third period. He had missed 31 games, uh, a guy that the Flyers have really missed. Joel Farabee has three assists, uh, really clips with Cam Atkinson, guy that had missed a lot of time. Like These are game-changing, difference-making players making key moments in a win. Uh, that guys that you didn't have. So health is a beautiful thing uh, if you're the Flyers. Uh, you see this. Jerry Mayhew, a guy that had led them in goals uh, since he came up uh, over a, a pretty considerable stretch, was out of the lineup because the Flyers had healthy enough bodies that they had decisions to make. Uh, he came back in the lineup in Vegas, uh, in the Vegas game uh, on the fourth line, but those are the decisions the Flyers had to make. And Joe, I agree. There was progress, and there's – you have to put your finger on um, progress. You have to note that uh, in this type of season. To me, the Blackhawks game, 3-2 deficit in the third period, they come back and win. Winning teams do that. Uh, Vegas game, 2-1 lead for a while. That was the second period when Vegas got that goal, and they hold on to a one-goal lead against, like you said, a desperate team, a team that uh, has visions of making the playoffs and making a cup run. And you clamp down, you hold down, and and you don't relinquish that lead. I think a week or so ago, the Flyers would have given up that lead uh, at some point in that game. So yeah, there there's resiliency that we haven't seen a lot yeah. this season. And I'll just mention Broussard too, because not only is he coming back off an injury, but he had a terrible game against Minnesota last week. I, I mean, there's no two ways about it. He he one giveaway directly led to a goal. Yeah. And then he comes back on 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 Saturday against Chicago and has a really good game. Yeah. And I think what we're seeing is guys the, the the bounce back factor that wasn't there three weeks ago, even two weeks ago, a month ago. Um, all of a sudden, that is starting to show itself. And I see I, I you're getting veterans back, and veterans are savvy, experienced, and they're the kind of players that show that resiliency. Resiliency is, I think, is a learned uh, skill, a learned sort of thing that players add to their kind of repertoire as they experience, you know, games in this league and years in this league. And the Flyers, quite frankly, didn't have a lot of that for the last, you know, six weeks, um, two months even, yeah. with all the injuries. And and I think you're seeing that aspect start to show itself again with the resiliency, bounce-back games, guys saying, this just wasn't good enough for me. 
I need to come back and have a great game, which we saw Broussard do Saturday. So uh, those are all things that you, you like to see. I mean, this is not about this season, but you still want to see signs of life. And this team show, has shown had shown itself to be um, a team that, quite frankly, when the and, and Mike Yo said the exact words, as soon as adversity hits, they crumbled. But the last two games, the, the adversity hit and they didn't crumble. Um, and I think that's very, very positive to see. Absolutely. Could not agree more. And you're going to have a lot of people that say, well, who cares? What does it matter at this point? The season's lost. No, it does matter. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> so there needs to be progress somewhere. You're not going to just lose 13 straight and then win 13 straight. Like, that's not how it works. Uh, the team is where it is for a reason. So you have to take baby steps. It's got to start somewhere. And this has been progress. Something the Flyers can hold on to, look back at, and say there were good things here. We can build on this, not just for this season, but, of course, for next season. There's a lot of guys in the lineup right now that are going to be a part of this thing next season. Uh, and th these are good learning moments, good things to build on. So progress for the Flyers, and I think uh, th that's notable. Uh, I, Joe, I couldn't believe it. They're 5-6-2 and two in their last 13 games. Now, that doesn't sound very good, but it came after they lost 13 straight. So 5-6-2 and two <laughs> sounds pretty decent to me. And I think uh, the Flyers can look back on that and say – there has been progress, and uh, and that's notable. So good for them. Uh, and, and Joe, I would I, I was thinking with uh, with this most recent game, I thought a role veteran that played well was Justin Braun. Uh, blocks a shot in in the game opening power play for Vegas. Then he scores a goal. Uh, obviously a trade chip for the Flyers. What have you thought of his play so far? Yeah, I mean, he seems to keep adding to his uh, his um, trade value. Uh, it almost seems game game by game, and and you know, um, a veteran like that that can play really up and down your defensive lineup. Generally, a team that's contending is probably not bringing him into play. Maybe the the minutes that the Flyers are relying him on for right relying on him for, but. Um, but certainly a veteran piece to have down the lineup. And I think he's, like I said, he's only adding to that um, that trade value. And again, I, I mentioned the resiliency and we see him last night. He takes a shot off the hand and the very next shift he goes out there. And I mean, it hit the goal he scored. It's not a terribly skilled play, but what it is, is it's a veteran knowing, okay, if I put this puck on that, there's a lot of traffic in front, good things will happen. And a goal happened. And, you know, those are the kind of guys you need. He, he's been reliable all season for this team. He's played many different spots in the lineup. He's played way more than he anticipated because everyone anticipated Ryan Ellis being in this lineup this season. So, um, yeah, I, I, I've been really impressed with his play, and I think he's only added to uh, his potential trade value here as the uh, deadline approaches. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Flyers Talk is brought to you by Great Railing. Stop into Great Railing for the highest quality and lowest prices on all your railing, decking, and fencing needs. Yeah, really an underrated trade chip for the Flyers, Joe. Uh, cheap, expiring deal, $1.8 million. Guy with 100 games of playoff experience, knows how to defend, is going to come into your lineup. If you're looking for a quieter addition, not a guy that might shake things up in your forward group, or maybe take on too much of a role where you change what you have, that something good is going. LeBron's just going to quietly slide on to a second or third pair and just be really good for you. Uh, you won't yeah, be and, you, you know, I, I, what I also would neglected to point out on my first point about Braun is another thing you see is when guys are in, in – I don't think danger is the right word, but – when guys are in the subject of trade rumors, sometimes you see it affect their play. Yeah, I think Braun's play has only gone up yeah. since the trade value, uh, trade talk has begun, and I, I feel like that's another good sign. Again, we just talked about how you mentioned a lot of the guys that are playing are going to be part of this thing going forward. So you can't just fold. Farabee's going to be here. Atkinson's going to be here. Provorov will be here. Um, you know, there's there's guys that are going to be here. And then there's guys that likely won't be here. Braun, Drew. But you can't look at the game and say, well, that guy's going to be here, and you can tell by the way he's playing. That guy's not going to be here, and you can tell by the way he's playing. It's not affecting their play. And I think that that is, um, that is, uh, is great to see. It's great for the guys that are going to be here. Um, that they're getting a taste of, okay, you know, we can, we're better than what we have been. And then for the guys who, uh, who likely will be traded, namely Giroux and Braun, um, I don't think that their plays dropped off, particularly Braun. I, I don't think his plays dropped off at all. No, not at all. And I wonder if that's just because he's such a, you know, a veteran in this league, 35 years old, he's been around the block. Maybe he's used to this. Um, he was traded, obviously, in the offseason of 2019, before the 2019-20 season, was traded to the Flyers. But before that, he had spent his whole career in San Jose. So it's not like he's been traded a bunch before, but he's been around long enough to probably know when the deadline is coming up and how to deal with that. Um, yeah, just a real steady player that's certainly upping his value. I think the Flyers really are going to aim to get maybe a second-round pick, maybe a third-round pick. That's pretty good for Justin Braun. That's uh, and and a lot of that goes to Justin Braun for playing well at this age. He tied his career high in goals last night with five. Now, um, not a guy that's got an offensive game, but he's providing some offense on top of it. He's playing top pair minutes again. He kills penalties. He blocks shots. Just does everything that a lot of teams like. And I, I can really see the Flyers trying to get a second round pick or a third. And that, I think that would be a real quality return uh, on Justin Braun, without a doubt. Joe, another trade chip, Derek Broussard. I think he's starting to look healthy again, starting to play better. He really responded well to that bad game against Minnesota. He went into Mike Yo's office the next day and said, I will be better. 
Uh, he's a hockey player. Like sometimes you hear that a lot, but he is truly just a hockey player, a guy that can you can play him anywhere, and he's going to play hockey and be effective. And I think he really values being good. Uh, I think that that bad game left a, a sour taste in his mouth. And credit to him, he actually bounced back and scores a game time goal the next day. He's a plus three. He's starting to play well, and I thought I think the Flyers are really showcasing him on a nice line with Cam Atkinson, and Joel Faraby. Um, a guy that is on an expiring contract for cheap and a guy I think the Flyers are going to move. What have you thought about Broussard, and do you think they could get something for him? Well, here's the thing that stands out to me about Broussard. Now, he's missed a lot of time. He has a short sample size. The bounce-back game like we talked about earlier to me is impressive. The other thing that's impressive is if you look at Broussard's career, it's littered with playoff appearances. Yeah. And I think that is going to be an attractive uh, piece for any team. Uh, out there. Um, the guy has a lot of playoff experience. And in this league, that's that's unmatched. I mean, um, you know, I'll just give an ex- Yesterday on our pregame live show, we had sh- former flyer Sean Podine on. And we brought up to him that he started his career in Edmonton and missed the playoffs in his first two seasons. The next seven seasons, the rest of his career, he made the playoffs every season. That was for the Flyers, for Colorado, for St. Louis. He was with the Flyers during the like the heart of the Lindros era. Then he gets traded to Colorado for Keith Jones, and then he goes to St. Louis. And the reason teams like Colorado and St. Louis acquire guys like that is they see the playoff resume. That's a big deal in this league, and Broussard is a guy that has one of those playoff resumes. So I think that's a, a valuable piece of his uh, trade resume, if you will, is the fact that he has a lot of playoff experience. And that's something that just, it's kind of an intangible that um, teams are always, teams that are in the hunt are always looking for that intangible. So true. Broussard has 117 games of playoff experience. That's the most on the Flyers roster. Uh, teams really do value that. He's had really good playoff runs, like productive playoff runs himself. Uh, and obviously team-wise, as well, and he hasn't won a Stanley Cup yet. That's one thing he's really striving for. So I think teams are going to look at that and, and and be enticed. The big thing is staying healthy in March, not having any hiccups health wise. As we all know, he's he returned from that hip injury four times now. The first three times he came back one game, had to come back out. Now he has been in the lineup. He has stayed in the lineup. He needs to really stick here the rest of March. Um, I think the injury could cause some apprehension from contending teams. Uh, maybe the maybe his value gets knocked a little bit, but the Flyers can certainly still get something for him. And I think this is really what made some of these one-year deals for veteran players attractive to Chuck Fletcher. This season was all about bouncing back and getting back in the playoff conversation. It was very important to win this season. So you sign some veterans to one-year deals. If it doesn't work out and – it did not work out this season. Not to say the deals didn't particularly work out, just the season did not play out well for the Flyers. Some of the moves you can absolutely question played a role in that. But if the season didn't work out like it did not this season, you have these guys at the trade deadline. And teams really do value expiring contracts. They love them. They love them for a rental for a couple months. And then if it goes well, maybe they resign. If not, these guys hit free agency in the in the offseason. It doesn't really shake your team up too much. It doesn't handcuff you at all. So teams do love expiring contracts. Derek Broussard is another one. Martin Jones 
comes to mind, of course, backup goalie with great, great experience, starting experience, playoff experience. So the Flyers do have a lot of expiring deals that uh, they're going to be looking to move without a doubt. And that's not even including some of, you know, some other trade moves, maybe hockey trades that could be a lot louder. Uh, we'll have to see what Chuck Fletcher has up his sleeve, but a decent position here for the Flyers. Joe, a couple of challenging games coming up here for the Flyers. Panthers and Hurricanes on the road. I think two more tests. I'm very intrigued to see how they play against these teams. I think if they're in these games and they are they can pick up a win, it's a real positive stretch. If they get one of two of these games, that's three, of four, that's three wins in four games, two of them against pretty quality teams, I would say. Well, you know, the, the interesting thing, too, is a, a couple things here. We have yet to see this team really play with this kind of momentum. It, well, yeah. it's been a long time, put it that way, against another really good team. They're going to get two more really good teams on the road, as you mentioned. Um, and I think the Flyers, unfortunately, are in a spot where teams may take them a little lightly. Yeah. And they sneak up on a couple teams. I'm not saying that's what happened against Vegas, but I think they're in that spot. You know, um, when you're when you're the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes, and you're going toe to toe with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the you know uh, with each other and the t- other top teams in the Eastern Conference, when you play the Flyers, it's human nature to not be as up for that game because of where they are in the standings. Um, and I think the Flyers can sneak up on a couple teams to their benefit. They can build some of their own momentum by taking advantage of that. So I'm interested to see that. Um, you know, Florida has been one of the most consistent teams all year. Obviously, Carolina, probably the most consistent team all year. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I think it'll be a very interesting pair of games. And then you get Montreal, who. Yeah. Yeah, the standings don't look good, but they've been playing very well lately. Um, they have a couple of players, including Cole Caulfield, that are red hot. Um, so I think this would be an interesting three-game stretch, and that Montreal game comes on a, a back-to-back with travel, yep. which I think has been a long time since that really the Flyers have had that scenario. So a uh, very interesting stretch coming up. Absolutely. And I think, Joe, opposing – Coaches are going to be barking at their teams to not look at the Flyers' record. Do not – like that rec- – I do think the Flyers' record is going to start to look somewhat deceiving because they do have players back. They have Joel Farabee back. They have Kevin Hayes back. They have Derek Broussard back. Um, they are healthier. They do have guys back. Those are key pieces. Uh, you can even talk about Patrick Brown. Uh, he's been back on the fourth line now after missing some time. Key player. So the Flyers are healthier, and I think they are, you know, not like substantially better – but they are better than I think what their record shows right now. Um, and uh, I think opposing teams are going to have to really harp on that before these games of like, this is not a bottom three team in the league. It's better than that right now. Do not take them lightly. And these are big games for contending teams. Like these are games they think they need. Like you can't afford to lose these. So it'll be very interesting to see the dynamic of the Flyers being a hungry team with nothing to lose uh, other than just trying to gain progress and maybe showcase themselves before the trade deadline, and you're going to have contending teams understanding the importance of these games. Yeah, I don't think uh, – maybe not necessarily the Chicago game because Chicago's out of it too, but I think the Florida coaching staff and then Rod Brindamore and company in Carolina are going to be showing their teams this Vegas game. Yeah. And they're going to be saying, look, this is a desperate team in a playoff race, and look what happened to them. 
And again, I'm not saying Vegas took them lightly. Vegas played a really good game. Carter Hart just played really well. Yeah. But they're going to be showing it saying, look at look at how this team played against a playoff contending team. This is not a team to be taken lightly. And I can guarantee both of those coaching staffs, Florida and Carolina, are going to be showing the uh, showing video from this Vegas win that the Flyers had last night to their teams leading into these two games coming up here. And the fun thing, I think, if you're a Flyers fan and you're really looking for reasons to watch, Carter Hart, he, you know, he has the potential now to steal games and put on a highlight reel type of show. I was watching the game, obviously, from the press box against Vegas, and you're, you've, you're watching Vegas' shot total climb and climb and climb, and Hart is making these desperate saves where the Flyers are pinned in their own end, and it's nothing but really Hart that's kind of keeping them above water. It's it's really fun to watch. It's fun to watch a young goalie like that bounce back from last season, and it makes you think more and more, this kid's going to be good, and when the Flyers are good again, you have to think he could be the backbone of this. So I think Carter Hart is a guy that is worth the ticket um, and worth the viewing uh, if, you, if you're a fan, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And you think about late in the first period there, he yeah. had all that commotion going on. He's got guys crashing into him. And in the midst of all the commotion and bodies flying around, he still manages to make a save on yeah. a point-blank shot after he was already down. Yeah. Um, I, you know, admit he self, self-admittedly, he had a horrible season last year. And you had to think, if that happens last year, a goal is getting scored there. It just is. And this year, I, you know, I've brought this up several times. It's almost like – with everything else going on around this team, the injuries and the poor play, you're almost taking the fact that Carter is playing solid for granted. Yeah. Um, it's almost like, well, that's not a problem anymore. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's it it's refreshing, and and maybe uh, all of us need to kind of open our eyes and say, well, th- this is really impressive because it was not that long ago we were kind of questioning, you know, is this a turning point in this guy's career in the wrong direction? And I think he's answered all those critics um, this season for sure. That is so true. If if you're looking for a silver lining, man, it is Carter Hart to this season because people, I think, were seriously starting to doubt just what he went through last year. And is this the guy? Is this not the guy? I think a lot of us that watched very closely all believed he was still a very good goalie. I know we did, Joe. Taron did. A lot of us all thought Carter was still a good goalie, but I think there was some doubt out there. It just it naturally creeps in when you watch a kid go through the season he did last year, and he has totally bounced back, and that's a real positive for the Flyers moving forward as they look for answers just about everywhere, other than probably a goalie because uh, Carter Hart's been very good. Joe Forrest, thank you so much. It was great seeing you, great chatting with you. Joe Forrest will have Flyers pre- and post-game live on Thursday, and he'll have it on Sunday as well. Catch it out and, uh, and and enjoy. Joe almost always has a mystery guest and plenty of good interviews and analysis on his shows. So, Joe, thank you so much, as always. A big thank you to Ben Barry, our podcast guru and producer. And Flyers fans, as always, thank you for listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. Wherever you get your podcast, please rate and listen. And we can't wait to talk to you next time.